Grande Bold, Non-Fat Latte, No Whip, Double Espresso. Whatever your order, and whether it's by drip, press, or however else you put it together, there's an enormous cultural pressure on the individual to drink coffee. Why is that? Is it worth it? Today on the program, we're diving into a hot cup of dark roast. Hello, Laurier. This is The Cordcast. That the opinions expressed in this program are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the intentions of the content um, or the opinions or the intentions of any of the court staff or volunteers. So we're going to get right into the program. Of course, we have a new issue coming out on Wednesday, as we do every single Wednesday. And I'm joined by some members of our editorial staff to talk a little bit about that. Can you guys introduce yourselves, please? I'm Cheyenne MacDonald. I'm the Arts and Life Editor. I'm Curtis Rideout, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief. Uh, I'm Alan Lee, and I'm the graphics editor. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the podcast this week, guys. I appreciate it. Um, So, like I said, we do have the new issue that came out on this Wednesday, and there's a whole bunch of great material in there that's going to be worth checking out. Shai, what's uh, what's showing up in the Arts and Life section of this issue? Uh, The previous Arts and Life editor, Manjot, he went to go see Ram Riddles at the Turret and wrote about it. Nice. That'll be an interesting review to check out. What else is in the issue, Curtis? Um, let me think. Uh, Pranav, actually, in the sports section, he talked to a few of the uh, previous Laurier alum who represented Canada at the Olympics this year in curling. Um, John Morris, actually, I believe, yeah, John Morris took home a gold medal, and he talked, to, he talked to him about that. Yeah, so I was pretty excited about that one. Cool, yeah, that's neat. And Alan, what else is showing up in the issue this week? Well, I guess I have to talk about uh, Safina, our news director's feature, mm-hmm. which is about whether uh, drinking coffee is addictive or whether it's more of a ritual or a habit for mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we're going to kind of break down on the program today. We're going to talk a little bit about coffee. Now, Alan, tell me, are you a coffee drinker? Uh, as you know, I don't drink coffee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about the rest of you? Habitual coffee drinkers? Coffee drinkers at all? I'm a coffee drinker recreationally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't want to commit there. And Curtis? Um, I didn't drink coffee yesterday and I had a headache. Really? So, okay. <laughs> that tells you how much I drink coffee. So, so let's get right into that then. Would you say that you are addicted to coffee? Um, as much as like it's habit forming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I like to compare coffee and cigarettes cause I still smoke too. So mm-hmm. it's just the same kind of thing. It's like, if you don't have it, you're like thinking about it, you know, mm-hmm. it's always in the back of your mind. Now tell me, you said that you missed out on your morning coffee yesterday. How did that occur? Um, well, I mean, I think a lot of like what Safina gets at too in her in her feature is like about how it's like part of the routine, mm-hmm. you know. And so like I when I mess up my routine, which like I don't really have a solid routine, but it involves getting up and going home and changing my clothes or whatever. If I'm at my girlfriend's house and getting a coffee. Mm-hmm. So if I don't do that, uh, if I don't follow the same routine that I usually follow, then I don't drink coffee, and then that just kind of like messes up the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I understand what you're saying there. I know, obviously, there are addictions to coffee and all that, but a lot of the time, because I've sort of gotten out of drinking it habitually, and so sometimes I'll wake up and not have coffee in the morning, and then most of the day will pass by, and I'll start feeling a little bit of a headache, and I'll be like, what the 
heck's that about? Mm -hmm. So, Alan, you were saying, before we came in here, you were saying that you wished that you drank coffee, or something along those lines. What did you say exactly? Oh, just that, you know, a lot of uh, great people drink coffee, and then maybe if I drink coffee, I'll be great like them. Okay, okay. Do you see, do you see that connection between greatness and imbibing coffee, Cheyenne? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Self-made. You know, you make your coffee. Anyone can have coffee. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make you. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> so where, where do you find the greatness in that, then, Alan? Just out of curiosity. Um, well, I mean, I said it as more of a joke, of course. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yeah. But, but there's still, I mean, there's the heart of something there where, I mean, even when you're growing up, when you're a kid, you see people older than you who are drinking coffee, and that makes you want to start drinking coffee. What is it about that? I, I think there's something in that where... It's like, there's like an understanding where you're like, you see someone older drinking coffee and you're like, oh man, I must not get it yet. Mm -hmm. And then it's like developing an understanding towards that. I feel like for me, appreciating coffee was like, so like married into like appreciating, um, or not appreciating, but like actually valuing coffee in my routine was like a big, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like married into like me growing up and like me working for the first time and me like having to get up before eight o'clock on a school day. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a little like those play sets that you get as a kid, right? Where yeah. for some reason you have a toy vacuum because adults vacuum. So, mm -hmm. um, so now can I ask you guys how you drink your coffee and if you think that says anything about you? I drink my coffee with copious amounts of cream. Okay. So it's white mm -hmm. and everyone thinks it's disgusting, but it's good. And I drink my coffee black. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know exactly when that started to happen, but it was like a conscious decision. And it wasn't like a, oh, I like the taste of black coffee better. It was like, oh, if I just keep doing it, eventually I'll like it better. Mm -hmm. I did. So. And Alan, if you were to drink coffee, if you were to go buy a coffee, how would you have it prepared? Well, hmm. I feel like I'd either uh, like it like black or uh, with a lot of cream. Just so I'm and is that about the taste, or are you associating traits to those kinds of coffees? Mm, well, I just think about how uh, how I like tea because I drink tea occasionally. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Mm. You drink tea black. Yeah, I drink tea black, but um, with coffee, it's like the fl the flavor is uh, I'd say it's like stronger, right? Mm -hmm. Not not always, but stronger right and uh sometimes i think the cream would help mask yeah. that mm -hmm. now obviously there are, what i'm trying to get at there is there are uh associations that we make that don't necessarily make a lot of sense but where we associate a black coffee with what the bitterness of that with maybe the strength of a personality or something along those lines what would you associate that with why did you want to drink black coffee curtis it's like uh, come on <laughs> sorry just the doorbell ringing in the office but that's We'll leave it in. Yeah, we'll leave That's it in. It's real. It's natural, you know? <laughs> this is a real visceral podcast. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, what do, what do you associate with black coffee, Curtis? Uh, Why did you want to start drinking it black? Honestly, I was seeing this girl, and her stepdad was just like, he told me that when he stopped drinking sugar and cream in his coffee, he like immediately lost weight. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, coffee has become such an essential part of my routine that like I wanted to make it as like, I wanted to like reduce the potential negative impacts as mm -hmm. much as possible, especially if it was going to be something that I was like, every single day, I need a coffee. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just reducing that sugar intake and cream especially, right? Because 
Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not, no, no. <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's more habitual, like I would enjoy, like when I drank double doubles from Timmy's all the time when I was like 16, 17, I like loved every single coffee mm-hmm. I drank. But now that I'm like 22 and I like I'm I drink coffee to fuel myself before work and I don't even have a meal sometimes until like one or two, it's just like, yeah, it's just totally different. Just uh, just to cut in, you know. You know, going back to what we were talking about a while ago, I think there's, like, some part, like, something romantic, especially from the perspective of a kid, mm-hmm. as, like, I mean, the idea of someone who hates life so much that they have to drink co- coffee before they get up to get themselves through the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, just uh, just while we're at it here, let's kind of move along with a little bit of a, a, little bit of a fluffier question, which is just... Where's the best place in the Waterloo region to get a cup of coffee? Or, in Alan's case, a cup of tea? Ooh. Alan, your thoughts? Um, well, I usually go to Walmart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my girlfriend really likes David's tea, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so I trust her taste. <laughs> it's very expensive at David's tea, but it is, it is delicious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, but what about, what about you guys? If you were going to go for a cup of coffee in the Waterloo region... Um, you got a nice Sunday afternoon, you got a book in your hands, and uh, you just want to go have a good time. Where where are you going to do that? I like, I think it's called Balzac's Coffee. <laughs> okay, Not, yeah. I know it sounds inappropriate, yeah. but uh, I like them. That's where I like to go. I'm definitely like, the go-to for me is clear, and like it just jumps to my mind immediately. Smile Tiger. Okay. Yeah. I like and they provide, or they like give coffee to like settlement and like other other coffee places around town like they're not just like a a brewer there like they actually like have their own brand of coffee that's being sold around mm-hmm. i think yeah well no it definitely is i'm not i think settlement actually has their own coffee maybe i'm just maybe i'm just confused because the the coffee at settlement says stc okay. and i just think smile tiger right. whenever i see that i i don't think smile tiger provides a settlement but i know they no. at least used to provide to dvlb oh, okay. i'm not sure if they do anymore which is what i was going to say is probably the best place to get a cup of coffee in okay. Waterloo. i dig that place and we're while you're at at balzac's i grew up in stratford we didn't have a starbucks but we did have a balzac's i think it might be the first balzac's but it is a fantastic cup of coffee but we're going to keep things real short on the program today, and I just want you guys to wrap up by telling me something good in your lives from the past week, something good you've seen, heard, experienced, watched, whatever it is. Just uh, hit me up with some positivity to close out the show. Uh, Curtis, would you like to kick us off? Yeah, I uh, got a couple things. Um, in the more general sense, the broad student sense, there's the Indigenous Education Week happening right now, and there's lots of really good programming uh, today. I went, and Alan was there as well, grabbed some soup and fry bread at the Indigenous Student Center. They do that every Tuesday, but today was kind of like a special day. Mm-hmm. I actually ran into Bardish Chagger on the way out. It was oh, like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, that was like that was the highlight of my day. But uh, last week, we talked about this before, Carlos, I was at the, uh, the Valley Village, mm-hmm. and I found this shirt I'm really excited about. And I left the tag on it because it still had all the tags. Just to be clear, because obviously our listeners cannot see, this is a an ornate button-up shirt. No, it's it's pretty calm, but it's uh, it's off off white. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's in it's John Barbados. And I hate to get into the vein sense of things, mm-hmm. but I left the tag on because it says three hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah, so this is a brand new shirt yeah. from the thrift store. Nine dollars. So yeah, students, 
this is where I got my Laurier sway. I'll go to students' union meetings in my Laurier sweaters, and I'll have people from the students' union be like, where did you get that? I have no idea where you can find something like that. There's one place. Value Village. Get your Laurier swag there. Laurier dad shirts. What about you, Shy? Something good from the past week? Um, not sure about good, but I saw the weirdest thing today when I was leaving my house, and it was this little stray cat that had, like, it looked like the face or bone structure of a man. Like an elderly man. Yeah. And it was, like... It was disconcerting, mm-hmm. and I had to like pause and just stare at it. For like, <laughs> like a good kind of disconcerting? No, like I was unnerved. So this isn't something good. I don't know. It's something noteworthy. Really yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We'll rock with it for now. That's all right. Um, Alan, something good. Um, so this Sunday, I didn't get a chance to go to our ed board meeting. That's because I attended. Um, and I'm in the Faculty of Music, mm-hmm. the graduation recital of uh, one of my classmates. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's around the time of the year where um, a lot of music students who are finishing up their degree um, are doing these last performances. They're like an hour long. Sometimes they do it by themselves or they partner up with um, another person. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always uh, really neat, especially people you've been with for four years, to see how they're... Uh, performing has progressed so yeah and also there's a reception after everyone and <laughs> they have like you know fancy cheeses nice. yeah things like that so that's great well that sounds great and that's gonna bring us to the end of the program so thanks to all of you for coming on the show um thanks to all of you out there for listening if you have any comments questions or concerns concerns shoot me an email at teachers at the and have an awesome week i'll talk to you later okay bye for now a big thank you to all the staff and volunteers at Elusive and the Corps for making this program possible, as 